welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. In 1907, a letter from Santa Claus was published in the local papers shortly after Thanksgiving. It was addressed to E.J. Fenton and company and said, Dear Sirs, I will be at your store on December 14th and will remain there every afternoon and evening until Christmas. Please have proper accommodations for myself and ponies, which I will bring with me. Have all the boys and girls come in and tell me what they would like for Christmas. Yours truly, Santa Claus. At the time, E.J. Fenton claimed to be the largest department store in Vermont and had opened earlier in the year in the new American building on the east side of Main Street, presently the location of the store twice upon a time. After graduating from Brattleboro High School, Edward Fenton began working as a clerk at the Pratt Clothing Store in the Granite Block. In 1899, Fenton opened his own men's clothing store and operated the business for eight years. In 1907, he decided to expand and moved into the newly completed American building. The new E.J. Fenton and Company department store was 10,000 square feet and including clothing and shoes for men, women, and children. Edward Fenton was also a bit of a showman. He often leased the two performance venues in the Old Town Hall, the Auditorium, and Festival Hall. He sponsored performances by Will Rogers, John Philip Sousa, various theater acts, and vaudeville entertainments. Later, he would manage the entertainment at Island Park. Bringing Santa to Brattleboro was one of his early bookings, and it proved to be troublesome. The Brattleboro reformer reported that the trouble began when Santa decided to substitute ponies for reindeer. There hadn't been enough snow for Santa to arrive in his reindeer sleigh, So, as reindeer are known to have a deep-seated antipathy toward wheeled vehicles, Santa began his journey on ponyback, leading a second pony on which was loaded a pack containing all sorts of good things. Nothing marred the first part of Santa Claus's journey, and he was feeling in fine spirits when he reached the northern outskirts of town, thinking the pleasure he would give all the small folk who were breathlessly awaiting his arrival at the big, busy department store. There were about 200 onlookers lined along Main Street, watching Santa enter Brattleboro from Putney Road, and everyone was cheerful and excited. But alas for overconfidence. Even Santa Claus, wise as he is, had not reckoned with the temperamental idiosyncrasies of a Shetland pony. Near the Unitarian Church, the pony suddenly came to the conclusion that he was not made to be a beast of burden. He stopped and began to buck in true Bronco style. Santa was totally unprepared for such mutiny and soon found himself unceremoniously dumped to the curb. Away went the ponies down Main Street with Santa in hot pursuit. He was moving quickly. If his stomach was ever to shake like a bowl full of jelly, it would happen on this occasion. Beard streaming, his cap and pack at the curb, Mr. Claus chased his ponies to the house just south of Center Congregational Church. After much coaxing on the part of St. Nick, he managed to get astride one of the ponies. Santa realized he was running late, so he handed the other pony to a young observer and asked him to escort the pony on ahead to Fenton's. St. Nick is able to drive eight reindeer and sleigh without much trouble, but he uncomfortably realized ponies do not respond like reindeer. For the rest of his journey, he wanted to focus solely on the pony he was riding. Unfortunately, as Santa directed the Shetland back onto Main Street, the pony turned right instead of left and headed back north towards Wells Fountain. After much effort, Santa brought the rowdy beast under control and turned him back towards southern Main Street. The pony began to settle down, but when he once again reached the center congregational church, he bucked like a rodeo horse, tossing Santa to the curb a second time. 
This time Santa had held onto the reins and was able to remount and complete his journey to Fenton's without further incident. At Fenton's there was crowds of girls and boys who hailed the belated arrival of Santa Claus with screams of delight. Santa's big heart was touched by the outburst of childish joy, and he smiled as he took time to catch his breath before dismounting. The pony also seemed to be emotionally moved by the crowd, but in a different fashion. As the cheering of the young continued, the pony suddenly bolted, carrying the startled Santa Claus all the way down the hill to the Main Street Bridge. The pony then sprinted Santa back up the hill and to the store entrance. Santa had abandoned his hold on the reins and wrapped both arms around the pony's neck. This time, Sansa quickly dismounted and led the children into E.J. Fenton's store, while the disgraced pony was brought to his quarters around the back end of the building in the basement. Santa was soon on the first floor of the brightly lit building, bringing joy to the hearts of all the excited children, while the naughty pony rested near the coal bin along the railroad tracks in back of the large structure. When the American building was completed in 1907, it was larger than the Crosby Block or the Brooks House. All three of the buildings were owned by members of the Crosby family. The American building was built by Leroy Adams and Charles Crosby. If you look to the middle of the top floors on the front exterior, you can still see their names and American building on display. The American building name comes from the original building on the site, the American House. Early on, the American House served as a residence and mercantile business for John Holbrook. At the turn of the 18th century, goods were most easily transported up and down the Connecticut River by flatboat. Later, it was owned by the Goodhue family and was converted into a hotel. In the 1830s, it had the front gables and piazza added and gained the name American House. During the Civil War, part of the American House served as Governor Frederick Holbrook's office. Edward J. Fenton operated the American Building store until 1916 when he negotiated a deal with Goodnow, Pearson, and Hunt to take over the space. Fenton moved back up Main Street Hill and opened a men's clothing shop on the east side of Main Street, directly across from Elliott Street. He would continue in the Main Street clothing business until his retirement when he was in his 80s. In 1907, Santa Claus brought ponies to E.J. Fenton's store to entertain the town's children. Instead, the Vermont Phoenix said Santa's rodeo clown-like entrance was more amusing for the hundreds of onlookers than a circus parade. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.